I have a confession based off of something we talked about last episode. Mm. Um, I bought Waterloo grapefruit soda. Grapefruit, oh, or, or grapefruit sparkling water. I don't care for it. It's, I, I, I don't dislike it, but I like other grapefruit sodas, grapefruit sparkling water more. I like Who H-E-B's, do you like better? I like H-E-B's more, um, mm-hmm. and I like LaCroix. I don't like LaCroix. I don't know about LaCroix's Pumplemousse or whatever. Pumplemousse, I just, yes. Pumple. Uh, I just don't like LaCroix in general for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it was because I, I used to drink a lot of soda, and then I tried to go to LaCroix mm-hmm. and I, with Waterloo. I, I stopped drinking as much soda, and now soda's kind of like a, a treat. Mm-hmm. But I drink a lot. I, I weaned off it and then went to sparkling water. So mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, my body went, anything is good. And you know what? I, like, if I'm having something really good, and then I try to have something that I don't think is as good, I didn't like it. But if I go down to rock bottom and then I come up a little, that's why I like Waterloo a little better. But I, there's not a Waterloo I don't like, but... Mm, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not mad I have it, but, like, when I was <laughs> placing my H-E-B order for this weekend, I was like, is H-E-B orange, you know, sparkling water in stock? And it was. So I was like, yes. Mm. I'm on... I think I've talked about this. I'm on a Facebook group about sparkly water, and there are some weird flavors out there. Oh, there are, like, yes. There's, like, coffee... And ginger, ginger doesn't sound too bad because it just sounds like ginger ale with no, the sugary part of it. It's just kind of a little bit of a sparkly water with a kick. Yeah, no, the ginger part sounds good. Um, Clark got really into sparkling water after I moved away from D.C. We joked that he was just trying to fill the void I left um, and really has branched out, like tried (laughs) lots of different brands and different flavors and, you know, always has three or four different flavors stocked. So, um yeah, it's. I mean, you we'll can really to... fall down a rabbit hole with that. Yes, there's definitely. Yeah, I. Next time I find some weird ones, I'll share them with you from uh, Now Fizzing, which is the name of the group I'm oh on my on gosh. Facebook. That's that's a good that's a good group name. It's uh, it's a lot of people. It's funny because they put out another thing that was like we're not allowed to talk about like mixing sparkly water with alcohol. It was it wasn't like not allowed. It was like a very kind request that became mm-hmm. a rule. Because there's a lot of people on there who I guess are recovering alcoholics, mm. which I thought was was interesting. Yeah, because that was like one of my first questions. Like, what do y'all y'all make cocktails with this? And they're like, Yeah, we're gonna stop doing that. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Look, sir. Um, well, it's funny because I I feel like uh, sparkling water really became popular when people. You know, I feel like dry January has become more popular in the last like five mm-hmm. or ten years. I feel like sparkling water really became popular because you're having something more exciting than just water. At a bar or something, it looks like you you have a cocktail. Like no one is gonna yeah. like question it. When I was doing Whole Thirties like once or twice a year, I thought, oh my gosh, I was I got I drank so much Lacroix and so much club soda like out at bars and stuff. When my dad quit drinking, he uh, would order Diet Cokes, but he'd say bring it to me in like a lowball. Mm-hmm. So and and I was and so he'd be like, so no one would notice. I I have a question for you mm-hmm. um, because. I don't know. This has been raised on Facebook and probably outside of the arena of, you know, necessarily our listeners for this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like we've been talking a lot kind of about theoretical podcasts and other stuff like that. And and, and I was wondering because we were talking about the, the one I put up the other day that was like Boston legal, mm. but I'd get a you watch it with a lawyer. lawyer on there. Yeah. Yes. And then you and Luke luke went off on uh his name's not luke luke just so we know i almost said his last name yeah, i just said his I, first name again yeah. i just want to make sure everyone knows i don't have a friend named luke luke <laughs> i don't know why that's very important to me but it is um 
you guys talked about having the <laughs> the episode by episode breakdown of Friday Night Lights and the OC under the defense of it should be considered prestige television alongside Sopranos yes. and The Wire. Yes. Yes. So those I guess would be like let's just say those are our like within grasp fantasy podcast uh-huh. but if you weren't doing this podcast and you could do a podcast with anybody about anything like sky's the limit blue sky ideas what would you do uh, i i mean I, i'm gonna need a little bit more time to think about that than just oh, okay sorry springing it on me right now um i mean i don't i i i don't i mean amy my college roommate who you also know and i always talked about mm-hmm. That we, jokingly that we should have a podcast where it's just us like, you know, just riffing off of what's going on in like, you know, everyday current events and stuff and maybe like the differences in our lives called white girls buying tequila because she and I were once at a liquor store buying tequila and we had no idea what a good tequila was or anything. And we were like, let's just like get the one with like the coolest label at the lowest price point. <laughs> and so we we're like, this I is mean, what I happens when white girls are buying tequila. <laughs> I think I think that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, well, ex- I mean, yeah, exactly. There's no, I'm not, I'm not saying it, it steered us wrong. I seem to remember us enjoying that tequila, but um, also we were like 30 when this happened. Don't think we were like little college gals. Um, but another one is some friends of mine. In this DC. was 30 when you came up with this idea, or this was 30 when you bought the tequila, or both. Both. Oh, both. Okay. Um, and another one. Well, some friends of mine in DC. I've often said that we should have an advice podcast. Like, they're specifically like three of us who I feel like together give really good advice, but all of our advice, we approach things really differently. So I was always like, we should have an advice podcast because at the end of the day, the person would get good advice just depends on whose they took. (laughs) (laughs) And they end up with a really holistic like perspective on whatever issue they're writing in with. My nephew for his theater class did like an online improv show uh, a couple weeks ago and they did one where the, it was. It was pretty cool. He was uh, doing um, the, the the game they were doing was like good, bad, and ugly. And the idea was you asked a question for advice, and one person would give you good advice, and then he was the bad advice, and then someone was just like terrible advice. Mm-hmm. And since I, it, it, much like trying to explain any improv show you've ever seen to anyone, the story has no end because I can't remember what exactly they said. I was just explaining that that's what they did, and that was it. <laughs> That story was about as tangentially related as it could be. Yeah, I know. Like, I was like, this will really make sense. And then, like, as I got to the end, I'm like, no, this is nothing. Well, I'm glad you recognized it so I didn't have to be the one to say it. I'm glad that I could edit this all out. So. (laughs) Except I'm editing this one. (laughs) Oh, okay, fair. Um, I have been kicking around this podcast idea because I went, oh, this will be easy to do because it'll be just me. And I can add a third one to the repertoire. And it has never come to pass because I'm like, I have no inclination to like, like when I'm not editing this one or the other one, I'm not like, you know what I'd really like to be doing? Editing a third podcast. What, what is that podcast idea? You so describing your dreams? <laughs> this is, no, that's, I could do that right now if you want. It's, I have a lot of dream. I've been doing this thing where I wake up at like, early in the morning and I start thinking of like story ideas and been writing them down and I have a bunch of them lately. Anyway. Um, so someone a while ago, I was talking about, um, oh, I can't even remember the name of the book series, Animorphs. And oh, I was like, wow. I've I have ne- not thought about those in years. Right. I've never read any of them. I, I haven't either. I can just picture like a cover, the covers. Yes. 
And so someone was pointing out that apparently the actual story is bonkers, is like cuckoo bananas. And I was like, oh, I need to read them. And, some, and someone goes, you should read them as a podcast. And so I was like, okay, I'm wondering if, because I got them all on PDF for free. Like I found someone who was like, all 73 books. And I opened and I read the first chapter of the first book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is the weirdest thing because it's, I don't even know how to explain it. And I don't want to read any further or find it anymore because my idea was I would read them because you could read them in like five, like a chapter in like five to 10 minute chunks. Uh huh. And it'd be the shortest podcast I'd ever done because oh, everything else is so <laughs> cheaty long. But I would, it would basically just be I read a chapter and as I'm reading, it, I go, what? Like, yes. what is, and like, yeah, try you, and like decipher yeah, you, it as I go. Yes. I mean, I don't think you should do that podcast, but <laughs> I sh- I had a whole idea because I was going to put like when I'm actually reading it, it was going to have sci-fi like generic sci-fi music in the background, mm-hmm. and when I stop and I try and figure out what's going on, it was going to cut out. So it'd be this like and then nothing. And I actually made a a picture uh, a logo for it. This is me putting it out there in the world, and I will share it on the Facebook page for oh, Ryan man. reads an animorph. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds a little bit like, which I think I've talked about on this podcast before, my dad wrote a porno. Yes. Uh, Only less is, shocking. Yeah, which is, you know, three Brits reading a real porno that a, that one of the host's dads wrote called Belinda Blinked. Um, <sighs> and yeah, it's just, it's them, it's them reading it out loud. And, and same thing, like lots of, you know, them reacting in real time. Um, but speaking of reacting in real time, I want to get, I wish I was with you in real time when you watched these, these episodes we're about to talk about. So are, are you serious or are you just trying to do no, like I'm a serious. segue? Oh, interesting. Did, I, did, I'm, we, did well, we watch the right episodes? <laughs> episodes nine, watched... nine and 10, the apparent trap and backtalk. Oh, the end of backtalk is what you're talking about. Y- yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, hold on. we'll get to that in just a sec because I, I, I find this interesting because I was like, oh, cool. Like, th- that was my, like, oh, watching it. But I wasn't like, hallelujah, like, throwing off fireworks. But I was kind of like, oh, this is an interesting twist. Okay. What did you expect me to do? Well, I, I remember when it happened in real time back in, like, 1999 when this episode aired that it was like, oh. <gasps> Well, let's let's dive in and then we'll go to that because I have some thoughts on that. Okay. But uh, okay. So let's 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 get official. Uh, hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel, and we're the Craniacs, and we talk about stunning developments in Cra- in Frasier episodes. Uh, Laurel here is the expert. I'm the 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 mid level person at this point. I feel since we're on level level seven is almost what I said. I should come up with a good video game analogy, but I haven't yet. Yeah, you should. Like, I, I know nothing about levels of video games, but I'm sure you, you can come up with a very appropriate one. I, I almost wonder if we like Oregon Trail wise, you know, like you're, mm. you're like approaching maybe this, well, maybe you're not quite at the Snake River, but you know, you're, you're definitely past like Chimney Rock. I've been playing a game and this isn't going to be super interesting to you, but it's like, part of it it's a fantasy game but there's a huge part of it that's very Oregon Trail like where you're moving your caravan across this fantasy world and you get things happen but it's also like something happens in a decision you made like four decisions ago will come back and I'm just putting that out there I think more game developers need to need to look to the Oregon Trail for 
Yeah. Inspiration. Because you're right, Oregon Trail, like if you didn't buy enough supplies at a general store or something, it would be like, oh, and now there's a blizzard and you're stuck here for a week and you don't have enough supplies. So people are going to die. But this is even more complex than that, where it's like it's like a combination between the Oregon Trail and choose your own adventure. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I and I just thought that was such a cool. It's called the Banner Saga for anybody else. They're very, they're very cool games. They also are, they they're animated so they look like they're drawn like a nineteen seventies animated movie. Mm-hmm. Like so it doesn't look like pixelated or, or super video gamey. It looks hand drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, but I was bringing it up because you were like by the Snake River, and I'm like, I'm you know look how much you've learned. Like, do you think you know anything about the Snake River if you hadn't played Oregon Trail? <laughs> I mean, I, I know so much about the Western. Sorry, Leo is just, he's being very clingy and now he's curled up in my lap. Um, mm. My sweetest boy. Um, I know so much about like the Western United States because of that game. Um, like I've right. been to Chimney Rock. Um, mm. It's in Nebraska. Um, yeah, I know so much about like, yeah, that part of the. Yeah, I, I think it's such a, I think it's such a milestone on people our ages, like childhood that I feel like bringing it back some way even if it's within another game is a good thing to do yes i agree um but to get back to this episode it's a little bit about yes. child's play but child when the child is a kid of two psychiatrists things go a little bit differently <laughs> that feels like that could have been the imdb uh summary uh but I'm, this I'm one secretly the epi- moonlighting as an imdb <laughs> copy editor. i mean don't let your dreams just be dreams laurel i <laughs> literally believe anybody could write these <laughs> Uh, the apparent trap. Lilith and Frederick come for Thanksgiving dinner with the Cranes. Frederick maneuvers Fraser and Lilith into spending an evening together, and they begin to suspect he is trying to get them back together. How, what did you think of this one? I enjoy when they break Lilith out of the one-note shrew character that she so often is. I enjoyed seeing her and Fraser being on the same team. I, mm-hmm. I overall enjoyed this episode. Um yeah. What, what, what did you, what did you think? I, I didn't really care for it. I, I liked the end. I, I thought it was interesting because it felt like a, a, an episode where for the most part, Frasier was right or Frasier wasn't like catastrophically wrong, like mm-hmm. to the detriment of his, well, he was just, you know, he was, he made good points when he was going up against her about Frederick. He was like, you're losing faith in our child. And I'm glad she, in the end knew what was going on. But at the same time, I was kind of like, this is, this, this could be really bad. If you're, if you're creating these trust issues with, with Frederick, like huge trust issues. Yes. But also perhaps because I remember how it ended. I wasn't, I I was more like enjoyed watching Frazier and Lil basically get a taste of their own medicine. Like you've raised this very Mm. savvy, smart kid who's learned a lot from his parents (laughs) yes i i just didn't like it when lilith came in it was just a litany of lilith sucks jokes to the point where i was like all right we get it we've done this so many times let's move forward yes Uh, Uh, i I really liked eddie not wanting to cross the threshold of the apartment (laughs) mm -hmm. and daphne not understanding why but i i do feel like we've moved beyond lilith like that and i guess i still having some of it is there i liked i like the the i laurel i'm a terrible host of this podcast but i can when did laurel when did laurel when did lilith and niles hook up i don't remember this to save my y- life yes you do it was 
maybe two seasons ago. Um, and remember, Frazier was afraid he was going to sleep with Lilith. And he told Niles he had to, like, do everything to keep him away from her. And then N Niles and Lilith wake up in the same hotel room. And it ends with Lilith, like, eating breakfast in the bathroom on, like, the, the room service tray. Uh, like, on the room service cart. And, like, Frazier shows up in her hotel room the next morning and was like, you know, we have to be together, but Niles is there. And so he, like, tries to hide in the closet. I mean, this just sounds like so many episodes. <laughs> I don't know why I can't... Re like, I remember when him and her are in the, the hotel room, but that was way... That was, like, the first Oh, Lilith yeah, that was, episode. like, the first or second season, yeah. I don't know why when she was like, oh, when you two hooked up and, like, my brain... I don't know what was going on in my life that I just well, we also flushed about, that memory. Okay, to remind you of the episode that we covered on the, where we talked about that, we talked about whether or not that's something Frazier and Niles in real life would ever be able to get past. Like, sleeping with someone's ex-wife. Well, apparently it's not something I'm able to get past because I've completely <laughs> blacked it out. No, you weren't like, able to get past it. You were just like, oh, well! <laughs> yeah, Water that's the thing. Under the like bridge. Denial. <laughs> Well, I also, but I do like how they, they, I like Niles and Lilith and how they were responding to each other. Yes. They still made jokes, but like she came in and was like legitimately talking to him and I like them playing video games and he, she's really good at it. I thought that was funny. Yes. I, I really enjoy, I just like when Niles first walks in to talk to her and they are so overly polite to each other. Yes. <laughs> I also just really enjoy that because I feel like I have seen that happen with when when exes are suddenly like back in the same like scenario yes. or something and it's like hi how are you i'm good how are you good oh i heard that yes and it's just like all these pleasantries and but potentially one of the reasons i'm not anywhere near close with any of my exes is because i'm terrible at that i do want to talk about one thing that really ticked me off about this episode mm -hmm. and i'm going to read um i'm going to read right just Verbatim what I wrote. Uh, f*** you, Martin. Cook your own food. <laughs> yes. I was so... And I also felt like that was such a trope of, like, 90s and 80s and 70s sitcoms and stuff. But, like, I was really annoyed by that. Yes. And really disappointed was, in Martin. Like, yeah. Like, hey, buddy. Like, cook some of your own stuff. Like, I'm sure... Like, in our family, it's it's also funny to me because I think my family has always been the men cook Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> like, my dad always was the one who cooked. And, like, I tried – I've been the one trying to cook, you know, most of the time. And it just – it just – it feels – it's like a Bob's Burgers scenario. I just – it's so gender swapped for me. So when he was flat out like, do them this way and do them that way. Or – I dropped something. Or, um, you know, I always buy a can of that cranberry jelly – because I just, I love the noise it makes when it comes out of there. Like, just buy it. That's not hard to do and cut it up. Get out of yeah. here. Well, yes. And I was like, okay, so first of all, Daphne did not grow up with your traditions and recipes. But Daphne's British. And See, have and, we established and, that she's getting paid for being a cook? Um, I and think, everything else? I, I mean, I can't imagine. Well, A, so she gets free room and board. But I can't imagine that. She, I feel like she does exercises with Martin, like, for an hour a day. And so I can't yes. imagine. I mean, th that, that must be like in order for us to pay you any sort of like salary, you're going to have to like, we, like it, you, this is also like a housekeeper kind yeah. of scenario. I, I, also the next episode where she gives Fraser a massage for a minute. I was like, what? Oh, right. She's a healthcare provider. Yes. Yes. 
she is a physical therapist, which is right, right, right. A lot of you know, a lot of schooling and everything. But um, yeah, that that really. It's funny I didn't write anything down. Oh, oh, oh I did. I wrote down Martin is insufferable. <laughs> that was that was probably in reference to that. I just yeah. I I think because I'm so I'm closer in personality to Martin or in similar interests to Martin. When I came into this this show. I, f- I felt like Martin was infallible mm-hmm. and just every once in a while he does stuff where I go, come on, Martin, come on. And like, I, I, I don't know. And it, it disappoints me more when he does something like this than when anybody else on the show does this. It reminds me actually of this past Christmas. So we, now when I usually go into my parents, like I send my dad a grocery list ahead of time of like from recipes that I want to make for them. Like, you know, while I'm home mm-hmm. for all of us while we're home. And so like went home for Christmas and my mom says, oh, what are you going to bake for Christmas? And I was like, oh, like, you know, I don't, like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, what am I making? And she was like, no, I mean, like, what are you baking? What dessert are you baking? And I was like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not baking a dessert. Like, I was making a breakfast casserole and, like, you know, all these different other things. And I was like, yeah, no, oh, no, I, would, I wasn't planning on baking a dessert. No, I didn't, like, you know, have any recipes for that or anything. And she's like, what are we going to have for dessert then? <laughs> and I was like, I probably wasn't going to have dessert, to be to be honest. And she was like no dessert on christmas the, the um, expectation of things you've done as like like i like doing this every year it doesn't mean it's a tradition like i feel like every year there's i think we've talked about stories like this i think you've told a story about a friend who always did a party and then one year was like no i'm not doing it and everyone was I, prob- of, I that that that, yeah. that sounds like something that's probably happened yes uh I did enjoy, okay, uh, writ large, what I liked about this show is that I feel like we got a much better idea of Frasier and Lilith's co-parenting, and I feel like they're actually really good at it, despite the fact that they live 3,000 miles away from each other. Like, she flew Frederick across the country to so he could spend Thanksgiving with Frasier, and she was going to go spend it with a friend, and, you know, they're civil around each other, and they're able to, like, work together, and I was like, this is all just, like, setting good example for Frederick. <laughs> I did like that. I had a I had a buddy who'd been through a divorce, and I remember he saw Ant Man, and he talked about how much he really liked yes. Ant Man because it's the good stepdad and step uh, and and f- or, 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 original father. I don't know why I was gonna say it like OG gangster, but um, yeah, you, you've mentioned that before. I was actually thought about that. So I haven't seen Ant Man, yeah. but I thought about that when I was watching this last night. Of that, you don't. That, that, I feel like especially again in the '90s, there were it was almost always divorced parents were bickering all the time. Or evil step parents. Yeah, evil step parent. Yeah, and I feel like that you know that that started to change. Like I feel like the TV show Reba helped change that because like her ex husband lives across the street from her and they co parent Mm. and everything and just yeah I feel like there's lots of examples now of like exes that get along and step parents who are normal people and yeah 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 yeah. I'm I'm glad there's more of a representation of that and I like that here I did like that they were like okay how are we gonna do that but it wasn't. You know, I feel like this episode could have easily been written with like they get back together and it's like, well, because like even the, the joke title, the ap- joke, joke title, it's the apparent trap, and the mm-hmm. parent trap is all about how do we get our our not divorce, but did they they were they ever married in that movie? Yes, they were. They yeah, okay. they were married. I was about to say, heaven forbid, uh, <laughs> Disney Disney would not put out a put movie, out a movie with in the children 60s, born so. out of wedlock. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but like you know. That's what I'm saying is, is I like that they weren't like, oh, we are. It was just kind of like, let's, you know, it's nice to be back together. And then, okay, we have to work towards this. And it wasn't like they didn't start falling for each other again. Because I feel like we've had that episode. Yeah, we've had that. And 
this show is too good for that trope now. So um, yeah, th- it's it's just still crazy to me to say like uh, season seven is where it peaks. <laughs> like what? <weird. laughs> but um, okay, so some other things from this. I I, I'm, I kind of just have like random things to talk about. Um, at the beginning when Roz is about to fly with baby Alice to Wisconsin mm. and dresses her up like a turkey. Um, have you ever flown on a plane with babies nearby? With, oh, I had a baby like throw up in my lap. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Of, like been. or spit up milk, and I, my mom was like, "Here," and just like handed me a napkin. I was like, "Okay, cool." Like no, like I'm sorry, like nothing, like. Yeah, I mean, I feel for that. parents who fly with their kids. I really do. I also feel like some parents board the plane and like, are we're not at all prepared. Like yeah. Just anyway, I feel like I might lose some, we might lose some parents as listeners if I go into a long diatribe about it. So I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> I honestly don't mind. Like uh, babies cry and like you're, you don't have a concept of things. And all of a sudden you have to explain, oh, the pressure is changing your sinuses, which are cavities in your head. And they're crying and stuff. That doesn't bother me. But this lady, like a kid threw up in my lap. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and I'm like, what the, f- what do you want me to do? Well, and for um, me, it's not so much babies as it is like toddlers and small children. Um, I have a rule in my mind that if you are parents flying together, one of you needs to always be awake if your children are awake. And I was behind a family of like five scattered across, like scattered fully across the row in front of me. And the parents were asleep and the kids were like running roughshod. And oh, like the kid in uh, League of Their Own up and down the aisle. Basically. Still well, still well darling. And I was just, and I was like... And I remember just being like, how are the parents not even moving? And I realized the parents were asleep. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I can't sleep because your children are like shrieking and climbing over seats. So you need to be awake. That sounds, that's, I usually try and give parents the benefit of the doubt, but that sounds above and beyond. <laughs> like, that sounds awful. I mean, I'm sure the parents, if they had kids like that, needed the sleep. But I was just like, no, one of you needs to be awake. Oh, yeah. And I'm, when I see the parents are like trying, I'm like, Godspeed. You know, I, yeah, like, I, I can't, I can't do what you do, but yeah, I was, just, I, th- I thought you were going to ask if I'd ever gone on a flight in a costume. <laughs> like, I thought that's where you were going with that. <laughs> um, what else you got on this one? Uh, Niles teaches Frederick how to open the, the bathroom door by, without using your hands. And I was like, these mm-hmm. are hand washing techniques we can all use today. I, I- I forgot I wrote that. It's like, yeah, everyone's like, ha, 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 what a weirdo. I'm like, not, oh, sweet, innocent, uh, 2000 era of Frasier people. Yes. Um, and then the only, the only other thing I have is a line that I still quote, and I didn't know what it was from, and now I realize it's from this, is when Frederick runs in to tell Niles that Frasier and Lilith are getting back together, and Niles comes out with that, like, forced grin and is like, <laughs> what's this joyous noise? No, wait. What's this joyous news I hear? Yes, I like that one. Oh, so good. Well, I'm sorry that you didn't really care for this one. I I enjoyed it. it, It's one of those situations where you and I talking about it. I kind of like it better in hindsight. Um, Do you want to rate it? Yeah, uh, I would give it six secret doors. As in the secret door Niall just didn't know was there in the video game. Oh, yeah. Lilith took the the controller. So it's funny that you give it six. I think I'm going to give it five i thought you said you liked it i but well it, it's okay i guess it's been a while since i've rated one five does five mean i mean to me like it was enjoyable okay i guess it's a six five is I like mean, i don't don't let me i thought it was better than bad 
I, 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 I guess anything below five is when I'm like, oh, it's bad. Well, I guess I guess this would be yeah. a six then. Okay, so I'm gonna give it six um, of Niles's poofy shirts. That button-up shirt he was wearing was so big on him. The sleeves were like balloons. I it's like MC Hammer parachute pants, but in shirt form. Was it was it like Jim Halpert season one, two, and part of three? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <clears throat> oh yes. Like- they, I mean, they talk about on Office Ladies, when does Jim get to, like, the slim fit shirts? So, yes. Which I also feel like that is so spot on for young professional guy without a lot of money who's, like, going shopping at, like, Kohl's and Target for shirts and is just buying, like, men's shirt. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know because I've never had – luckily have never had to – I mean, to me, that feels like eighth grade – uh, Sunday school to me, but maybe that's the same thing for people who actually have to look nice at their jobs. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't want to go into where I work, so I was gonna say, <laughs> at my job, like, I'd say one of my coworkers basically two days a week back when we were in the office would wear a UT polo because I mean, a UT oh, or right, anything UT labeled, it's like, oh, you're fine. <laughs> um. So, oh, this is 1999, by the way. Earlier, I said 2000. I was lying. Uh, well, so, I, said, I said 1999 earlier, so hopefully people know to listen to me. <laughs> so uh, the next episode is called Back Talk. Uh, on his birthday, Frazier is seized with crippling back pain. Niles wonders if he's stressed. And while recovering at home, Frazier muses aloud about why he's unhappy. So that so what- doesn't really tell us anything. I, does, I, liked, but... I liked the Hulu synopsis, which was something like while recovering from a back injury or something, Frazier like lets a secret slip to Daphne or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, so I, I guess I just expected you to come in like guns blazing, like, oh, man, now we're cooking with gas. Daphne knows. <laughs> it's, it's so weird because I feel like you're right. I mean, maybe I think I was watching this when I was sick with my covid vaccines so that might have been probably why i was like huh great <laughs> <laughs> so that might have been part of it um but it was definitely so the crux of the episode like it says is while, while fraser is expressing what might make him ha- unhappy he starts talking about how he's gonna miss daphne and that's something which i thought was very sweet that was one thing i didn't like about it was that it stomped all over this very very sweet moment between fraser which should have been a very sweet moment between fraser and daphne i I don't, okay, I'm going to disagree. I don't think it stomped all over it because okay. later later on when she's, when they actually clear up their misunderstanding, when he's like, I do love you as a friend and like, I am going to miss you. And she's like, I, you know, I'm going to miss y'all. And it doesn't quite feel real. Do you remember all of this? Yeah, I do. But okay. I was just thinking if I just, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't get listeners, super... listeners, I yelled at him because he had a very puzzled look on his face like he had no idea what I was talking about <laughs> this is the second time this has happened to me today Laurel where someone I was on a zoom call with someone they're explaining something and I started thinking about it and he goes are you okay <laughs> like his explanation stopped have you ever read the book The Stand or seen the movie The Stand Stephen King no but it's not like your favorite Stephen King it's my favorite yeah there's a there's a character in it that's pretty problematic but his name is Tom Cullen and he's Uh, mentally disabled but he does this thing where if he has to like understand something he like shuts down and just like diverts all power to his brain so he can like figure out a concept so sometimes he'll be talking to someone and he'll just like go slack job and stare and then he'll be like oh and then like he'll realize whatever you're trying to explain to him and that's that's why i call it my tom cullen face because like if you're explaining something to me and i'm thinking about it like the rest of my body just goes <laughs> well, just, it, it's like, also because all I can really see is your eyes because the microphone comes yes. up the lower half of your face. So literally, it just looked like you were like looking off, like 
I have no idea what TV show she's talking about because no, I've never no, seen I was, this happen. That's why I was like, you remember? I No, I was just trying to remember because, like, I just thought it was very sweet. And I thought him saying that, like, the fact that I, I think I, I, I'm kind of, and this is, you know, a 21-year-old episode, 22 at this point or whatever. And um, depending on who you believe, me or Laurel. At um, this point, it's still, it's, it's, it's 22. So, um, he, uh, like, I'm over the whole, like, if you, like, like, you should be able to sell someone. You love them. And then it means something and it doesn't have to be like, oh, he, he's in love with me. But like, you know, I, I don't know. I just thought it was a very, very open, sweet, genuine thing that Fraser did. And it was like muddled. I don't think it was stomped all over, but I do think it was muddled by, by this whole thing. And again, I was seeing this through the fevered eyes of a <laughs> person who was like super nauseous, leaning back on the couch, like looking over his nose, trying to watch Frasier. <laughs> I see. So I, yeah, I guess maybe I, I was just knowing what Daphne overheard. You could understand how she and and that Fraser doesn't mm-hmm, normally mm-hmm. just sit there and talk about his feelings like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, what? Uh, and, but I did enjoy, appreciate, I should say, that it got cleared up almost like Quickly. within five minutes. Um, and I, I did like. It was also like a not a series of things. It was just one incident mm-hmm. after that where she was like. It was Martin screwed up and told her the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And then Frazier like tried to get a massage, which again, at first was like, what? And I was like, oh yeah, right. So it was a normal thing. But then I like, she went and put all that clothes on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I, okay. Oh, I did. I did want to talk about though. Frazier um, hurt his back leaning over to blow out his birthday candle that Martin had mm-hmm. for him. Have you ever, now that we are getting older, have you ever had, an injury that was like stupid. Like for example, oh, that... I well, like once I, I, so when I had pneumonia five years ago, um, I pulled, I, I coughed so much that you pulled muscles in my sides. Um, and I, at one point was crossing the street with my friend and I laughed and gave a little cough as we crossed the street. Like she said something and I was like, ha ha. <laughs> and that did something where I suddenly could not stand up straight. <laughs> And yeah, it was, it was really bad. It was really bad. And people were like, oh my God, what did you do? And I was like, I was laughing. <laughs> Laurel, I don't know how to tell you this, but for all of 2021, my knee has hurt. <laughs> like, I don't, like, this is just the direction I'm crediting where things are just in slight pain. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know that I have like a, a dumb injury. It's just like well, my that's, life. <laughs> that's not okay. That, but that's not like something people ask you about. So, or for example, I, when I broke my foot over Thanksgiving, wh- I realized that people are always going to ask you if you have any sort of cast or something like what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and my answer was like, I tripped over something. Like I tripped over something. I banged my foot. It wouldn't stop hurting. I went to the doctor. I'd fractured a bone. Pete. I, I, I had, Holmes? I had a walking cast. <laughs> yeah. Do you know Pete Holmes? Uh, I know of him, the, the comedian. Yeah, he had a bit because I think the first time he did it, he was in a air cast on stage and he was like talking about how like we're all one step away from like serious injury. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I my, my leg is broken. Would you like to hear the story of how I broke my leg? I stepped on some uneven pavement. <laughs> I mean, yes, that was mine. Uh, it's like yeah. I in the middle of the night tripped over something on my way yes. to the bathroom. <laughs> 
But he was he was talking about how like all branches are at eyeball height. How stupid! Mm-hmm. Like who designed that? And then he was like, "What about your neck? You know what's in your neck? This soft part of your neck where like anything could happen. Everything, everything you need to live is in your neck. <laughs> it's just you're just one. He goes, you get an arrow in that neck, you're dead. You're just one uh, crazy rich person with a strange fantasy away from. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so true. Well, and then all these strangers who wanted to talk to me about my, my broken foot, um, then wanted to share their stories. And they were all mundane stories, like stepping over a toy chest, stepping off a curb, like all of these just very like, yes, things we all do in our everyday life without thinking about. Okay. What else do we want to talk about in this one? I mean, there's a lot to talk about in this one. Um, we'll go. Let's see. Uh, Oh, okay. One thing I wrote down is when Fraser's, you know, musing after he lands in Martin's chair, um, after Niles helps him into the apartment, and he realizes how comfortable the chair is. What What are you about to say? That's the part I loved about this episode more than anything else was him getting in. I, for some reason, I completely forgot about the chair. Him landing in the chair and being like, "My God, it's comfortable." I mean, like, look, like, there's no glare on the TV. There's a nice spot to put your drink. <laughs> Like, he was almost crying those lines like he was sad to admit it. Like, yes. it's a nice spot. Yes. Um, first of all, it really bothered me that Fraser had the bottle of pills next to him and the lid was off the entire time. I was like, oh, put the lid oh. back on. We're going to knock it over. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but when he's Especially with a dog in the house. Yeah. So when he's musing about, like, how he feels about Daphne and everything, I realized that and he was saying that maybe it hasn't bothered him so much that he's been single because there was always, like, a woman to come home to, even though obviously not romantically, but like her companionship and just her mm-hmm. presence in the house and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, he has just made Daphne like she's fulfilled some of the emotional needs that like a wife would for him. And so mm-hmm. she's been like his surrogate wife. And so I was like, this really is going to be really hard when Daphne moves out because I mean, I mean, I feel like Martin and Frazier might like kill each other. So yeah, that's the other thing. She's probably acting as a. If if not a, a peacemaker, just like you act differently than you would because there's a third party there, right? Yes, yes. Although one could say she's definitely been, you know, assimilated into being family, so they're probably not nearly as filtered around her. Okay, what else? Oh, yeah. I think I had a re- the reaction you wanted me to have to Daphne that I I had that to the chair. You d- you did. <laughs> it was it was misplaced, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I uh, so first of all. Okay, well, I, when they insisted on having this birthday dinner for Fraser and he's, like, in his bathrobe, I was like, can we not postponed it? I'm sure all he wants to do is, like, lie down and be on his loopy pain meds. But anyway, yeah. um, when when Daphne is, when they clear up their misunderstanding and she's giving him his massage and she's, they're talking about, like, how much, you know, she's how weird it's going to be for her to not be there. And then she says, you know what's curious? And Fraser said, I cackled. He goes, cats? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just like loved it so much. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but then I just thought, I don't know, I thought Jane Leaves played the rest of the episode so well of Daphne finding out and Daphne just like trying to like play it cool, but also just being yeah. like, I have no idea like what to do with this. Well, it's interesting because I wonder if it, the next thing is she's going to confront him about it or if it's now going to be. Daphne has a secret as well, and her secret is she knows Niles' secret. Guess we'll just have to keep watching. I know, right? To find out. Um, but <laughs> I also love that. Uh, what was it? Wait, okay. Now, now I'm suddenly not remembering for an episode I just saw yesterday. I'm not remembering how we get to this point. I wrote down the line: "I can't pull your chestnuts out of the fire every time." 
Was, was he talking to Martin? Yeah, he was. Now, the problem is, is I have seen later into the series. I now want to make sure I'm not conflating a scene from later into this episode. I don't remember him saying that exact line, so let's well, pretend he, it... No, he, he did. Well, I wrote, wrote it I, down. I wrote, so, I wrote okay. it down verbatim, so um, I can't believe well, it's notes out of the fire every time. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's Frazier saying it to Martin, and I think it's... Maybe... Maybe it's Frazier saying that he's saved it all. Like, it's yeah. it's okay... I cleared it up that, you know, like that, you know, you, that you thought it was that she, she thought it was me and you thought you were talking about me and everything. So like, no, she doesn't know about Niles. Like it's oh, maybe it's okay. because he does like, doesn't remember saying that to her about Niles. Like they, exactly. they make sure that's clear. Yeah, exactly. So he thinks he's like saved the day and actually mm-hmm. he's just actually blurted out the secret. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Craniacs, I know that was a real riveting. <laughs> well, hopefully they did. Hopefully you've deleted some of that there. Because that was like two minutes of, huh. Hmm. Um, do you have any LOLs? I mean, I had that. I can't pull your chestnuts out of the fire every time. I just thought it was My- really funny. And then also, I mean, cats. <laughs> I, I had, when you sit in it, you don't have to look at it. <laughs> that's true about that's the chair true. i was obsessed with the chair scene i like anything where fraser comes around to to, to to martin's thinking which was something i liked in the the last episode too so or there's or in uh a star is born yes uh I, as i'm sure everybody has seen and it was sent to me several times i'm sure it was also sent to you that the bernie sanders meme of him in martin's chair um no one sent that to me uh, oh i'm sorry i should all send it to you Oh man, no! It's, it's, I'm not blaming you. I'm just like, oh man, that's genius. No, I no, I know, I know you weren't blaming me, but yeah, no, I'll, 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 I'll find the OG and I'll post it in the group. But I was just yeah. like, oh, this is good. No, I saw it because you know I follow Perry Gilpin on Instagram, and she posted it, and then some other, um, another one, of my friend sent it to me. So maybe someone did send it to me. And I just forgot. I got sent so many of those because I was like, send me all your Bernie memes. I thought they were great. My favorite one is the, like, you know. UPS, your package is out for delivery. Me sitting in front of my, it was Bernie Sanders, like sitting in front of a house. <laughs> I was like, that is, that is very much me. I can't even remember which of my favorites. I, I know they've just put him into other video games and stuff. I've seen a lot of that mm-hmm. where they like put him into a fighting game. So it's just Bernie sitting on a chair, like wiggling around, but then people are like, ah, ah like being like kicked, like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Um, do you want to rate this one? Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this, I think I'm going to give it, you know, I know, I know I say I don't like to do this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it 7.5. Um, I'm going to get 7.5 cupcakes. Uh, oh yeah. I forgot you got a little cupcake. I liked Martin's whole little spiel at the beginning. That's why I'm going to give it uh, seven talking dogs. I I, I honestly hated that. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. I, I thought it was stupid. I don't think you should do it, but I thought it was it was funny to watch it happen to someone else. Um, well, I was also just like, know your audience, Martin. Like, <laughs> No, that's the point. Martin doesn't care. He's... I know, I know. He's an he's a injured police officer. He's old. <laughs> he, I'm gonna, if I come up with a funny joke. Also, like, where did he get that equipment? Like, Yeah, and I he... He acted like it was something he'd been doing for years. And I was like, we've never seen this happen before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what was that? There was something I was going to ask our, our, our listeners to, to write in about. 
I don't know if it's gone now. We'll just cut this all out. Um, so, guys, if you have, well, like, a funny... Our memory is really good <laughs> for Listen. this episode. Did if, I get a COVID vaccine? Like, what's going on? I did not. I'm, I'll probably get it in, like, October at this point, but... <laughs> Guys, if you have a, you know, if you like these episodes, if you have a fun story, I was going to say a fun story about getting hurt um, or any, you know, anything we've talked about. Yes, I wanna, no, I, I would love to, to I would actually love to hear the mundane way you injured yourself. Like, yes. you know, did you, like my friend was once just slicing cheese and she had like cut her finger open, had to go get stitches. And they're like, what were you oh, doing? And she was like slicing cheese. I've done that. I was using a mandolin when I was drunk. And then I, and then, oh, so I, it's not a good idea. Well, now I have like steel gloves i put on when i do it not like a like a knight's gauntlet but like these kind of like gloves i use yes but we, i went i called my dad and i said do you think i need to go to the the emergency room and he goes nah just put some super glue on it and i was like i'm not doing that that's ridiculous he's like he's like all right you go ahead and pay at the at the uh emergency room and i got to the emergency room and you know what they did put super glue on it yeah. Well, it was <laughs> that probably was that it. surgical glue, but yes. Yeah, that's like a thing they do now rather than stitches. Yeah, I asked him flat out. I'm like, so is this pretty much super glue? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, could I have done this at home? And he's like, if you had a new thing of super glue, yeah. <laughs> like, so if I just sent Tara to go get super glue, I could have saved myself a medical bill. Great. Uh, but anyway, if you've got to have a, them, you know, clean it out and stuff. Yeah, probably. If if you guys got a story like that, or if you want to call, if you want to tell me how dumb I am, you can send us an email. We're uh, craniacs at gmail.com. I want to back that up. If you want to tell me how dumb I am in this one instance, I don't want just an email, just in general, you think Ryan is dumb, please. But it's craniacs at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S. We're at craniacs on Twitter. Uh, craniacs, a Fraser podcast on Facebook. We're available on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Overcast, and all sorts of other stuff. I'm not even sure. I Every once in a while, I get some email from some random new thing that's like your podcast is on plunger or something like that (laughs) and i'm like okay sure thanks um and sometimes they'll be like do you want to give us money to advertise it and i'm like no No. (laughs) not even a little um but we're all over there and if you see us on plunger or anything else please give us a five star review uh the highest review possible it really helps us out and if you're thinking about giving us a four star lower review laurel might have a better use of your time I do. And this is a recommendation I've been saving actually just for you because I know you've been thinking about going on there and just ripping us a new one with a three-star review. Um, There's a new podcast. If you need just another TV show recap podcast to listen to, but you're like, you know what? I don't really want to commit to the entire series. Ryan's TV critic soulmate, Alan Seppenwall, has a new podcast Mm. called TLDW, Too Long, Didn't Watch. And he has a celebrity guest on. Where And the celebrity guest has never seen whatever show they're about to talk about. Some examples include Gossip Girl and Game of Thrones and Veronica Mars. And the celebrity guest and he watch the pilot and the finale. And then just talk about it and talk about what might have happened in the interim. And he asks the celebrity guest questions and stuff. John Hamm is in the Gossip Girl episode. Allison Brie is in the Game of Thrones episode. Um, it is. Wow, it's about maybe, I hate this. <laughs> it's about 45 minutes long. It's, especially if you've seen the series, it is. I find it to be very charming because especially with game of Thrones, um, Alison Brie made some predictions that were like very right. And then, but she also just kept being like, are all of these just sisters and brothers sleeping with each other? And it makes you realize how like, you know, crazy the game of Thrones is to somebody who's never seen Mm -hmm. it before. So, um, 
And I, I also, I just like how, honestly how short it is. It's like not even an hour and <laughs> it's, it's also fun to hear your celebrities that celebrities that, you know, not just talk about themselves. Cause I feel like you get a little bit more of their personality because they're just talking about this TV show that they've never seen before, but they often know people from the TV show. And we learned mm-hmm. in the um, Gossip Girl episode that John Hamm auditioned for the OC in Peter Gallagher's role of playing the dad to Adam Brody, which he was like, which is really funny because I'm like six years older than Adam Brody. So <laughs> did I ever tell you that my aunt used to be Peter Gallagher's masseuse? You did not tell me that. No. Well, now I have. That's the beginning and end of that story. Oh, okay. Well, I hope he's, I hope he was a nice customer. She liked him. The one she, she didn't like Val Kilmer. Okay. Peter Gallagher always she... seems great, but I, but I also am not like obsessed with him. So he's very yeah. good in the OC, which is prestige television. So. Well, cool guys. Check out that. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and stamp it as approved since I'm a big Alan Sepinwall fan. I don't think I could do that podcast. I think I could. Not that he'd ask me, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I could listen to it. It sounds fun to listen to. But the idea of just watching the beginning and end of a story, like, it sounds awful to me. Oh, I I could see doing it for, like, 30 Rock, which I've never watched. Like, yeah, I'll watch the premiere and the finale and try to fill in the blanks in between and stuff. I think it'd have to be a comedy thing like that, yeah. You know know what they should do? Well, it's too bad because I've seen too much of this show, but... um, I could have done that with Breaking Bad because that's basically what I did with Breaking Bad. I watched the first season and a half and then Oof. tuned in for like the last three episodes and was like, okay. And it was just like, oh, Skylar had her baby. Oh, Marie <laughs> cut her hair. <laughs> Those are your big takeaways from the finale of Breaking Bad. And Guys, did you see it? Up. She cut her hair. <laughs> then I was like, hmm, I think Hank might know that Walt's a drug dealer. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, guys, uh, so check out that podcast and check T-L-D-W. out our podcast next time. P- uh, TLDW. And uh, we'll see you next time. But until then, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening. Bye, y'all. Bye.